0: Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: mark rose is with us mark thank you so much for joining me hey thank you so so much for having me yeah good to have you mark um so this is kind of funny i I was talking to mark a little bit before is that um um if you don't know mark the 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 song we opened with was uh, i love the way she loved la uh from spittlefield which i know that's going way back for for you but oh yeah um the funny thing about it is, uh, he's also involved with Downright, and we'll get into that, downright dot But um, I noticed going through that website that Mark himself has a podcast. So then, when we booked this, <laughs> we booked this interview. I yeah. thought, oh no, he's going to be sizing us up, and oh. uh, I hope I hope our setup's adequate. Well, if you ever want us to gas uh, Mark.
2: Well, know. well, right off the bat, um, <laughs> your setup is five times as pro as the Get Downright podcast. Um, I'm, I'm actually blown away by this setup. Like you may not think this is a big deal, but this is a big deal. Oh, well, that's like, good. <laughs> yeah. As far as, as far as podcasting at a bar goes, we are, we're doing it. We're doing it right here <laughs> that's, tonight.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. So um, the, uh, first of all, I guess we should introduce him properly. Mark is yeah, let's do he's a big time Chicago guy, okay. Uh front man of Spittlefield, formerly. And, uh, now you're on, you're, you're doing your own thing. Yep. Um, you're, you're you're one of the one of the guys behind downright.com, which is awesome. And and again, we'll get into that. Um, but Chicago guy, are you from Chicago? Or are you from the Burbs? What yeah. what's the deal?
2: Yeah, so I, I grew up um, 20 miles west of the city in Glen Ellen, I love Illinois. It. Yeah, I, love Glenel- I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've been in Chicago. Um, you know, since graduating high school, I uh, spent a little bit of time at Columbia downtown uh, for music composition, and Beautiful. then nice. yeah, and then from there. Um, Moved right into doing Spitalfield full time. I mean, the band had already been a part of my life since '98, since years before that. You know, when I was in high school. But right. um, yeah, I mean, you know, shifted gears into doing music full time and haven't looked back. And I'm grateful to say that.
1: And and that's that's where I kind of want to start with you. Yeah. And, and and I know uh, I know you're you're. I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time, and, no, and I good. know you're a busy guy. But I want to go into Spittlefield a little bit at the beginning here, because sure. I, I know you're, you're you're doing other things. Yeah. Um, but the curious thing about Spittlefield to me was uh, there's a few. Um, how old were you guys when you started that band?
2: Um, I was I was 15 years old, so I was in uh, wow my sophomore year at high school jeez <laughs> oh, but i mean i i wouldn't i mean if you were to hear the recordings from that you know that year i don't i don't know you wouldn't really even know it was the same band i wouldn't think you right. know just sure. because sure. yeah i even still just do that in high school i sure. mean yeah i mean i been, i've been playing that, like <laughs> in 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 garage bands and stuff like since i was in about 6th grade and i and i say that i i think that happened because I had a couple friends that had older siblings that were playing in sure. local punk bands. And, you know, aside from, uh, seeing a couple bigger concerts at bigger venues, I mean, seeing my first backyard show and basement show, sure. you know, when I'm 11 years old, it, that changed who I was, you sure. know, made me want to do that.
1: <laughs> and, and when you talk about going back to 98, I mean, boy, the, the bands that were around that and, 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 are, our producer and I, we were talking yesterday about this. Some of the bands that were around in that era, and I'm just gonna—I just want to say some names, sure—and and just get your your first opinion of them. Um, I mean, obviously, the big one that comes to mind is probably Fall Out Boy with where they're at now. Did you and, and you've gotten to play with them before? Oh yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Fall Out Boy, um, I believe. You know, I want to say that they were playing their first shows around 2000, 2001, sure. somewhere in there. Uh, actually, uh, one of my best friends. Uh, growing up yeah, Same last name as me His name's Ben Rose Sure he Lived across the street From me uh, Played in bands You know With me And all of our friends You know sure. Rotating cast of dudes Playing right. in bands Ben was actually The first drummer In Fallout Out Boy um, For a very limited Amount of time right. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, But yeah Watching, watching uh, The thing about about Fall Boy and Spitalfield that's always been fun and near and dear to my heart is that we had a lot of first times together. We attempted our first US tour together before either of us had anything going and right. it was a wow. disaster. Um, <laughs> and then we, we both around the same time within a couple months of each other uh, signed recording contracts and sure. both worked with Sean O'Keefe uh, them on respectively on uh, Take This to Your Grave and sure. Spitalfield I remember right now we literally were starting in the studio as they finished that record wow. both with Sean back to back and then the records came out within a month of each other we did our first US like full tour that sure. summer it was called the Back to School Tour um, <laughs> it was Fall Out Boy with Acceptance and Spitalfield and and then fast forward a few more months our first trip to the UK together and on the first wow. time yeah. um, the first time we went over uh, Pete Wentz did not make the trip had some stuff keeping him at home and sure. our bass player TJ played that tour with them. Oh wow. So it's almost like you know we had all these firsts together and of course sure. they really exponentially took off um, and when they released Take This to Your Grave you know the major label date or excuse me um, from Under the Cork Tree uh, we, we opened that show for them here in Chicago and that was the last time we played together. Really? So, yeah we had we had a run from, <laughs> from early until then, and then that so was it.
1: That that would be a question. So I mean, and, and I listen to Spitalfield. I, I I mean, I, I love the music, and I I just where is the the like. If you guys are playing together, how do, how does that happen? And I don't want to focus on on that band because that's that's not why we're here. But then I look at some of the other bands that that you you played with. Uh, some are more local. Some some are are, are are maybe a little more nationally known. But yeah. I mean, there's bands like Local H, which is probably a little bit before you guys, yeah. right? Um, Plain White Tees, sure, kind of around uh, that time,
2: same time as us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alkaline Trio, probably a little before, but a little before, but you know, not not by too much. Really? I mean, I when Spitalfield was in the studio doing our first studio recording uh I believe it was either 98 or 99 uh the trio we were working the same guy the trio was and he was at that time we hadn't even heard of them yet sure and they were putting out their uh first uh you know their first record at that time that's crazy and um Yeah, I mean, really, because we started so young, a lot of the bands that that came just before us um, on a bigger stage were still bands that we were very much so either aware of or we considered them peers. Now, Alkaline Trio, they've been around longer. They're a bit older. Right. But, um, you know, I I was seeing them play when I was, you know, I don't know, in my formative years. (laughs) Sure,
1: sure. I mean, and there's other bands like Lucky Boys, maybe Mast, Alistair, Hey Mercedes. Those guys are all around kind of, there's so much talent in that time. Um, when 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 you when when uh, uh, when you guys are still together and playing mm-hmm. shows, it's sure. just it's just mind blowing when you look back at it. Yep. So in, in in seeing some of your shows, um, the thing that's always that I've always taken cur- curiosity in, and seeing like a show of yours or a show of Lucky Boys or or or, or whoever, um, when the song when the, when the crowd sings the song
2: back to you, yeah. do you remember the first time that <laughs> happened? <laughs> um. Kind of, and you know what? I, I've. It's funny that you bring that up because that's something that was was a major part of uh, my my drive to want to do music full time and above and beyond just kind of doing my thing locally and playing on the weekends or whatever it was because the first few times that people started to respond to the songs and. Put the words back, you know, back at us while we were up on stage. Sure. Was when I felt that connection with other music fans for the first time. Like I, I had, I had felt, I had felt it as a fan seeing music that sure. meant something to me, right. uh, seeing bands that I looked up to, seeing artists that I wanted to be like. But the first time that anybody sang my own song back at me, you know, whether or not I can pinpoint the exact moment, I don't right. know. But like when that started to happen, I got that feeling that I'd never. Wanted to get rid of, um, and it's and it still is with me today because more than ever now, having been doing music for the past decade plus now, um, connecting with people is still number one. Sure. Like that's what fuels me as a writer, and knowing the impact music can have on other people's lives and the the impact it's had on my life. Sure, like that's 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 a game changer right there.
1: That's that's it's it's always been something like I don't play an instrument, Bill. I don't know if you. Bill can at least fly an airplane. I, I can't even do I've, that.
3: I played the trumpet. <laughs> you played the trumpet. See? Wait, but you can fly an airplane? Yeah. Yes, and I also play the trumpet. If you didn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, one is more impressive
1: <laughs> than the other. I'm not going
2: to say which one. Yeah. But,
1: but um, the 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 thing is, is like um, just that feeling. I, I can only imagine what that feeling is like when you when you when you hit you know the first couple couple bars of a song, and all of a sudden the crowd takes over. It's got to yeah, be overwhelming, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, and you know Chicago was such a great support system for us. Um, as, as things picked up and we started spending, you know, five, six months on the road and then fast forward a couple of years, you know, eight, nine months on the road out of the year. Um, it was always great coming back to Chicago's, you know, family music scene. Like it's sure. the, you know, all those bands you mentioned. I mean, they're like anything else. There's always going to be waves of things that kind of right. catch on and, 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 you know, to the next level and then the things that you feel are underappreciated that never got their moment or whatever I mean Chicago has so much going on and had so much that we'd come home and it would be amazing it'd just be great
1: absolutely I think some of the greatest shows that you can go to in Chicago are seeing Chicago bands I mean um, for instance uh, we went to the Alkaline show Uh, you know they had the set of four shows last weekend we went to two of them And, and there's just so much more electricity going to a show uh for a band that's 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 from Chicago, that has that feel. I mean, going through some of some of your videos, um, especially on your solo stuff. I mean, it's obvious that Chicago is such a big part of you, and you and you, and you, and you, and yeah. you show that through your writing and, yeah. and and everything you do.
2: I think I think um, the Chicago's always had a nice blend of uh, kind of enthusiasm and passion. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Because when you're in a city of this size and it, this is a giant city compared to a lot of cities you hit out on the road, um, you, it's easy to for a scene to become kind of uh, jaded or apathetic right. towards music because there's so much of it. Right. And there is a lot of music here. I mean, there's no, oh, no shortage for. of music. And um, Chicago, at least, at least in my experience, keeps renewing itself with new music and then really does kind of respect the older stuff that, you know, people are nostalgic towards. And when you're when you're nostalgic about something, like if you're going to see Alkaline play one of their first records or whatever, that part of you takes over. Sure. You
3: know? Sure. Um, well, especially right here in this area. I mean, you got the Metro and everything going on in Wrigleyville. This yeah. is kind of the pulse of the Chicago music scene right here.
2: You know? The Metro's been huge. I mean, it, it was a big deal to me when I was young. It's still a big deal to me now.
1: All right, we're back. We just saw... Uh, yes, sir. We saw Evil Sketch Comedy. Evil. evil Chicago, Homegrown. Evil. And uh, we have Sam and we have Amy here with us. Thank you guys so much for coming thanks. and nice doing the, the show. You guys killed it. Holy crap. Thank, Thank you. That's a lot, man. So lot. how many years have you guys been doing this This festival? Is this?
4: this is our third year at Chicago Sketch Fest, okay. but we went to college together. Okay. And uh, so we've been writing together for a good seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's yeah, a, It's amazing because... I, I didn't realize this at the time when uh, when we looked at the schedule, but this is one of your last shows for a while,
4: huh? Yeah. yeah
0: I uh, I moved to Los Angeles in like five days or something crazy like that. Are you nervous? Uh, to be honest, I went from like packing everything I own <laughs> to home for the holidays to getting the show ready. Oh, wow. So I haven't like totally mentally engaged with the idea of moving <laughs> sure. since. Yeah, like, he's been weeks. on my so couch on a plane, for seven
4: days, <laughs> eight days. we are going to get there yeah. and we'll just
0: see what happens. Hopefully there are just jobs, uh, you know, like the guy waits for you with, with the sign at the airport. <laughs> right, right. Hopefully it just takes me directly to the studio <laughs> where you need job. to go. I was sure. going to ask, are you, are you going to LA for anything in particular? just going to try something new? Something new? New. Yeah, we have just a uh, new locale, some uh, life change stuff. Uh, yeah, something new. Better some weather. New. Yeah. And, and I know you guys are pressed for, for time, but I, I think there's something that just...
1: How long does it take you guys to write a, a show like that? You, you guys did an hour. Yeah. How long does it take? Is, is, is it a is it long process? Is it is it stuff that you've done over the years? So
4: the two of us are like pretty bad at reusing things that work. We like to just write a new show each time. Sure. It's a weird self challenge kind of a thing. Yeah, um, we've done
0: like five full reviews since we've been in Chicago. Three here oh wow. at Sketchfest and then two back at the upstairs gallery back yeah. in the day. And I think over those five shows there's probably like three or four sketches that we reused. Wow. Uh, wow. which is like a horribly inefficient way to do things.
4: It's so much more fun I was say though you guys because said we had that
3: one sketch that seemed yeah. like it took a little bit of work. Which one? Together. The clam sandwich
4: yeah. one? Oh, that was brand new. That, that actually was is okay. our most like organic sketch because it came out of us saying funny words together. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, clam sandwich is funny. What if what if someone named Slam Clamwich sold clam sandwiches? And then I remember a few months ago, Sam and I were just walking the streets going, Slam Clamwiches, clam sandwiches, and like <laughs> muttering these dumb words that just sound similar to each other. Like, uh. hop on the tram and feed a lamb and hit a ram. <laughs> And like, that's
0: something that I think I know. I do a lot of. I think we do a lot of together. Yeah. Like, me and my riffing. dad always used to do just like riffing on words, like just playing stupid word oh, sure, games. Sure. That you're sure. making up as you go, and that's definitely how that sketch came to be. As I was just right. walking around, bullshitting, and then at some point you said like, "We got to write that slam which sketch," <laughs> and I remember you saying that and be like, "Oh yeah,"
4: and then three weeks sketch. later I said it again and we did it. <laughs>
0: oh man, it was it was that was that that had
1: the whole theater. That that sketch had the whole theater. Yeah, you, theater you
3: had me at. Uh, Shakespeare was a Muslim And he really just Set
0: the hook With the clam sandwich <laughs> That's so. awesome that Yeah fun. we like to begin Controversial yeah. And then <laughs> slowly Just get more and more Ridiculous
4: Right if it's gibberish But it sounds funny Like it can't offend anyone Right right
1: Absolutely Absolutely So so uh, let me ask you When um, you guys also Did a bit and I, and I hope I'm not Spoiling anything But no, uh, no We're not going to Redo yeah. this We yeah, just told you exactly. We write new shows <laughs> Every time yeah, Exactly But there, there was a time where, where a couple times Where you got slapped In the face Amy By yeah. somebody <laughs> from the audience Oh yeah
5: <laughs> oh,
1: Are you? Were you like counting your blessings that like nobody really took you?
4: Out? I really wanted them to hit me harder. I knew they wouldn't <laughs> just because they knew like there's this kind of disconnect between an audience member and a performer where right. they're like, oh, do I really want to hit this person? I, they'll all hold back a little. They've got another 30 minutes of a show or left, they're being or they think right. yeah, they yeah, think yeah, they're yeah. gonna get something out of it that's a negative repercussion. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, I was say the
0: slaps got to where we needed them to be, but yeah. they definitely could we, have been. We so right. were. I was that prepared to get girl, hit <laughs> real hard. That last. Girl you looked, it. looked like she actually got it. Yeah, that she, was the only one where oh I was really? like, "Oh, yes. really? Good,
4: yeah." She made good. She like made a good connection, so it sounded great. But I, I could have gone harder. I think
0: you spit just a little bit. You know, like a boxer.
4: <laughs> I am. I tend this. to spit no a matter what. A little something
0: like flew out or off of you, and I was like, "Oh." That's that the real. Impact. That's
4: the real right I'm pretty there. Pretty
0: sure she licked her hand before she
4: slashed. She it. did yeah. lick her hand <laughs> before she slashed. She was going for it.
1: Oh.
0: So that was one
1: of the one of the things I remember, Amy, because we, we took a level six IO class together. So I remember how physical you were and and that. Oh. And I, was, I just couldn't wait to see this show because I'm like, this is going to be g- awesome. Yeah. I didn't know Sam, but I saw some of the videos uh, on the website. And I'm like, this is going to be classic. We got to make sure we check this I'll, out.
0: I'll tip my hat to Amy on that. I know personally, I really like doing physical stuff and I think I'm okay at it, but I almost never write it for myself right. or ever like pitch it for myself and that's
4: all I write or and pitch because we, I don't really have a brain every <laughs> show
0: we've done there's I've been got at a least body. one like highly physical bit <laughs> right and generally one of the best bits of the show
4: oh uh, thanks dude the, you
0: know,
4: yeah it's nice of you
0: yeah. <laughs> it was funny every time you came out from the from
1: the trap door the the place just went nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious it was awesome whistling cool. was pretty good but too we, we yeah.
4: couldn't we couldn't waste that trap door once yeah. they told us they had it I was like oh fuck yeah yeah, I know yeah. what I'm doing <laughs> with that. Can I say fuck? Absolutely, uh, absolutely.
1: Fuck yeah, fucking yeah. fuck yeah. it. It's explicit. Cool. It's cool, good. cool, 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 cool. So, um, so what's next for for you, Sam? You're going to LA. What what are you hoping to do? You're hoping to continue with writing, doing more performing, or? Yeah, uh,
0: my sort of uh, game plan, such as it is, is to focus on writing for a oh, while. Absolutely, I have a couple of uh, scripts that I've been working on for a while. So that's gonna be the focus initially. Cool. I love performing. I'll never stop performing. I may stop thinking about performing as like a full time job, at least in the immediate future. Right. Just so I'm focused on one thing. Yeah. But I'll have my ear open For auditions I'll definitely swing by Iowa West out there And sure. probably end up Playing on a team there Absolutely absolutely. If, if I'm lucky
1: And then uh, and then, Amy what, what can we look forward For coming from you Coming up
4: Um, I'm on a house ensemble At Second City really? And so uh, we start doing Our runs uh, At the end of February Excellent uh, We don't have a title yet But if you look For my name And the house ensemble page absolutely. You could totally figure out February 28th I think is our first Final sketch show Very cool And then um, I'm on a team called Baby Wine that performs every Friday at I.O. It's uh, all gay team. I love it. 8.30 it's in the nuts. Chris Farley Cabaret every Friday. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I got,
0: I got uh, some social media pimps.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's, right? let's sure. do it.
0: Let's uh, do it. First for sure. of all, our website is evilsketchcomedy.com. You can see last year's show on the site. And I think you can even see one of the upstairs gallery shows from a few years ago. Soon to there. be sure. this year's show. Uh, and yeah, for anyone listening, if you're like, oh, I should have gone to that show. Uh, yes, you should have. You should have. it good. Uh, <laughs>
4: no, I, I you.
0: If you want to feel fulfilled, in the next week or so, whenever they send it to us, we'll, we'll have that up on the website too. So check it awesome. out. Awesome. Um, and I have no gigs upcoming, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, yeah. it's at Rastafarian, like a Rastafarian, but a white guy <laughs> named <laughs> Sam
4: Ruse.
0: Uh, I signed <laughs> up for like six years ago, and now it's I'm stuck with it. I guess. Hey.
4: what a good origin story.
1: They just own it, right? That's all you got to do. Yeah, I mean Rastafarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah motherfucker. Make it cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, guys, thank you so much for thank taking the time us. So a pleasure so to good be here. You.
4: Good to see you again
1: Best of luck in LA Thanks a lot I'll take every bit of luck I can get All All right right. Thanks Thanks, guys Thank you very much Evil.
3: All day nigga All day nigga How long you niggas All day nigga How much time you spent At the mall All day nigga How many runners Do you got on car how long to keep you with car All day nigga. Take you to get this fly. All day nigga. Tell you be yo how long you been here? All day nigga. Now already now stay from the shop. All day nigga. Top, 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 sat. All day nigga. Yes
1: sir, Bill and Dave's excellent podcast. I got my friend Jerry here filling in for Bill. I'm Bill first. today. <laughs> Here's Bill. Uh, we're here at Webster's Wine Bar at 2601 North Milwaukee here in the beautiful Logan Square. What a cool atmosphere. Um, and boy, just in time for Christmas, we nabbed her up. I didn't know for sure if we'd be able to get this, but we have Alicia Gorenson.
6: Hi. Hi. Thank Hello you so much. Hello, everyone.
1: You guys might know her from Roseanne, obviously, although don't be offended. I hope that's not like uh, overdone, but... Um, Obviously, the original Becky from Roseanne, we'll say, right? right? the the good Becky. The good Becky, right? That's right. The
6: The only one that matters. Yeah,
1: exactly. So um, I'm excited you're from Evanston, a local girl, right?
6: That's right, yep. (laughs) And I'm back for the holidays, and I just, I love, I'm a big Chicago advocate, and I live in New York area, and I find myself... You know, a Chicagoan, like, almost an ambassador. Right. So, which means I have to go to all the Bulls games, all the Bears games out there, all the Cubs games.
5: It's a cross to Bear. Yeah,
6: Yeah, pretty much. Well, especially this, thank God for the Bulls.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um,
6: but, yeah, I hit the games. I, you know, talk a lot of shit to <laughs> other teams. I let them know what the best teams are, where they're from, where the best pizzas from. It's very important to have ambassadors.
1: Do they give you a hard time in New York?
6: They do. They do, especially about pizza, I oh, think. Yeah. But, you know, I get a lot of – there's a lot of people from the East Coast. Like, there's a lot of Boston fans patting me on the head as a Cubs fan saying – oh, you know, we know how you feel. We were once there, you know, the Red Sox. And I say, you don't know anything about being a Cubs fan, and you never will unless you convert. That's right. That's That's right.
5: right. Okay, so what is the
6: best Chicago pizza? I'm a Giordano's girl. Oh, there you go. I like it. However, at my Bears bar, we at halftime, it was two years ago, I did order Lou's as well as Giordano's. Oh, sure. And I brought them into the Bears bar at halftime and people literally cried, <laughs> took pictures. I mean, this is life as an ambassador. Right. People who are longing for the taste. It wasn't like, wow, you made that. That looks a lot like people knew it was Lou's and it was Giordano's, and they went crazy. I, went crazy. I'll
1: tell you what. I've had I've had pizza in New York, and I wasn't all that impressed. I'm gonna no, be honest. I'm no. No, me but, No. So I think they we got opened
6: that one. their first deep dish. Supposedly Chicago style place, and the Chicago vote is it's okay. Right, it's called oh, Emmett's, it's Emmett's. In Soho. I want
1: to see. I've heard. I've heard of Emmet's. Yeah, that reason, does sound yeah. familiar.
5: I don't know. I still. I don't like pizza that I have to fold over like a mattress.
6: I'm going to discard.
5: Yeah, you know,
6: like <laughs> if I don't need a fork and a knife. It's not. Look, it's, I think if you don't like pizza in general, something's wrong with you. Right. You know, I, exactly. I mean, if, in a desperate situation, I might do Pizza Hut. But, right. Ooh, you know, we don't yeah. have to worry Ooh. about that. No,
1: it's always good. It's pizza, right? It's always right? good. So. It's kind of
6: a no-brainer. But, you know, when you're from, like, the... It's like we're the France of pizza. Absolutely. Yes. cuisine. Absolutely. <laughs> this is true.
1: So so being from Chicago, um, we're, we're notorious for putting our, our, our TV stars and movie stars up on pedestals. And we claim oh. them. So, like... Um, I'm
6: sitting in a chair, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah You know what? We forgot no. the pedestal. I told you I she was going to you. the You're so far pedestal down there, 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 there. <laughs> but we love, we
1: love we love our celebrities. I mean, everybody. We're loyal. Like Chicago, if anything, is a loyal city. So we're we're always glad to say like. Well, Becky is from Chicago. She oh, does. absolutely! She oh, does. yeah, it's
5: bragging rights. Yeah, 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 hometown bragging rights. You know, for those of you uh, out there listening, this is actually a family affair here today. Uh, Lisey's joined by her boyfriend and her father, yep. uh, Steve, who is a parking malfeasance committer, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
1: so I got the first question. You know, I wrote down like a hundred questions because I've just uh, wait. Just I got
5: I got to interrupt though. Okay. I ha- I have a question. I mean, it's like been burning forever. Okay, and I hate. To ask, maybe some sure a doctor. Oh, that's a good idea. But I have to
6: know. Everybody wants to know. Okay. Are you and Mark still together? Oh my God! No, you know, <laughs> you know that Mark the actor actually passed away. I don't know have if you, you know. Oh my oh God! Oh my gosh! He did. He he died uh, several years ago. Now it was like maybe um, I don't know if it was even 2000 yet. But oh wow! Yeah, so it's very sad, and and he was just such. I was so lucky to have him as my boyfriend on the show because it was so wonderful and it was it was just such a tragedy like he had so much more to give as a person, as an actor, and he was so beloved. So it was a real tragedy for us.
1: I I thought the great, it was great tension between him and John Goodman. Those characters were, were, that was phenomenal, phenomenal.
6: So just out of curiosity,
5: how much did your experience, and I hate to just talk about Roseanne because your resume is so much more comprehensive. That's true. But (laughs) at at the risk of being redundant, how much much was your real life or your real home life How much was it like, Roseanne, or was it a complete, stark difference?
6: Um, It was a lot different. I think that one thing that, you know, was in our family was, you know, obviously we're from the Chicago area, and um, I think, I don't know what that really means, but I think that reflects your values and how you see things and feel, you know, maybe being more relatively down-to-earth and easygoing, but I I think also um, just the sense of humor That was in the family on the show. My family definitely, you know, has that in spades as well. So So it was a good fit for you. Yeah, but I mean, it was also like, to be honest... I was this, you know, in my mind, I was like really cool when I was young, in my mind. And and Becky wasn't that cool. I mean, she was more of a nerd and she was more right. of a mall girl. And like we all knew those mall girls in the suburbs of Chicago and said, oh well, we're not that, you know, but suddenly I was that. And I was putting on pink pants when I was always a tomboy, and I thought, oh my god, is this like a lavender sweater with pink pants? I'm gonna die. But um, after a while, I just thought I really embraced my inner mall girl. And I said, sure. you know, this is a real person. Like there are mall girls who are have integrity and who are smart and et cetera. So it was like it was a big moment as an actor saying, hey, it's not you. It's not, You're not always who you think you are, who you want to be. But you it, part of that compassion is, you know, Representing other people,
1: right? Well, and he played it well. It wasn't like an exaggerated version of this right. mall girl character, so it was believable, which was which was awesome.
6: And so well you got to be that the hot was the sister, thing about too. Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah, you right. gotta love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you
5: know.
1: I, I got to take you back. Now this is now this is going back to before the internet, and before oh. all this. You're you're a 13, 14 year old girl in Evanston, right? <laughs> all right. How do you get to, to? How do how do you connect with with a with a tv show like that are you acting and are, are you are you in some kind of training improv something like that how does that happen yeah
6: I actually um I grew up dancing at okay. um the art center in Evanson and there was a theater down the street or down rather the hall from the noise cultural art center it was Piven Theater Workshop. Oh, okay. And um, so that's where John Cusack came out oh, of, yeah. and Lily Taylor, and it's
1: Jeremy uh, Piven's Jeremy Piven's parents, Jeremy right? Piven's right. parents.
6: Yeah, yeah, that too. And I did a play actually with Jeremy. Oh, wow. Um, in Chicago as a benefit to their theater company. That was oh, very cool. Years. It was right after he got Entourage, so he didn't oh, wow. start doing Entourage. So if you can imagine that era. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when that was happening, and so. They were affiliated with an agency called Getty's in Chicago. Okay. And they would, you know, there are certain people like John Hughes and people that really wanted that authentic Chicago flavor mm-hmm. sure. of acting and, and personality. And so, you know, ABC and Carsey Warner, you know, wanted people from Chicago. And, you know, Laurie Metcalf was also on the show as a Chicago right, legend. Right. and. And um, so I just—it was my second audition, and I showed up to the agency, and and I thought it was just a fluke, and I felt kind of like an adult doing something neat, going to downtown. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a call. I literally opened a fortune cookie that said, "You will be graced with the presence of stardom," and the phone rang. And then I was out in LA. Wow. So. Oh my god!
5: I need the name of that Chinese restaurant.
6: I know, right? Oh
5: man, that's <laughs> yeah. Really, that's
6: yeah, that's awesome. Save great your, story. pay attention to your fortunes, <laughs> right, people? Right. Great so great then, story. does
1: uh, does the family then say, "All right, we got to pick up and move to LA," or or are you going out there? or coming Well, you back? know,
6: in the beginning, first of all, it's like a whirlwind, but you we didn't really know what the fate was right. of the show, and at that in the early germination of a show, it could go here or there. Right. There were a couple of things that we knew were to its credit, which is that it was produced by Carsey Werner who did the Cosby show. Sure. Which now is a much different connotation <laughs> right. these right. days yeah. than it yeah. used to, but we'll different, it's not bad. different interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, different different subject. But um so we knew that the, it had its strengths. We knew that Roseanne was, you know, a comic that was hot, that people were interested in right. and mm-hmm we you know and you know for me the fact that Lori metcalf was cast was the real amazing thing because you know my parents saw her at steppenwolf oh, and she was just oh, a, you know she was just like a like the like the most renowned actress of, of the time in chicago sure. pretty much you know along with like john malkovich and all the other great Absolutely. people coming oh out of steppenwolf gosh. and um so we knew we had it, but you still never know about the chemistry, but with the writers and everything, like, we started to realize that it was going to be a hit, and then overnight we got, like, this great rating, and then, you know, the rest is history, but, so it, it's not like we said, oh, okay, well, we're going to move out there, and right. Right. we know right. we
5: want to live here, or whatever. Right. It could have ran for six episodes and seen the acts. Well, and, yeah.
1: and maybe never even seen the, the light of day. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. It never been picked up, yeah.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah anything can happen, and um and also you know my family we all had i think the difference between me and a lot of young actresses that are out in l.a is that i had a full life here i loved being in chicago Mm -hmm, i had friends you know i i had a social life i had you know things that i loved i was on teams like the soccer team or whatever and so it wasn't just like an easy Oh, oh yeah. give it up. You know, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. really a quandary, yeah. I felt oh, yeah. like. Well,
5: like you said, you were a Chicagoan. And so, right, exactly. it's, a very, it's a very different world on the West Coast than well, it yeah, is and yeah, and you're in
6: your life. I mean, I think, you know, some parents push their child just to be an actor and say it's their dream. But to me, like, I was really in my life at the time. So it was just kind of being plucked. Oh, yeah. And making a really adult decision at that age. Were you your know? parents
5: a, uh, a motivating force or a, a, a strong uh, supporting factor? Were they a little bit hesitant about you uh, taking a responsibility
6: like that? They were absolutely hesitant. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, again, they had lives. Right. Um, they have their careers and they have their community and, and – like I said, things weren't that bad. It wasn't like I was escaping something horrible. It was right. just like an opportunity that really, literally came out of the blue. That's crazy. Yeah,
5: that is great. It's nice that you had such supportive people, though, who were willing to do what had to be done to allow you to take the chance. Oh, yeah. Well,
6: I think you know when you, I think people that go away from their original situations and and you realize how really important that is. And right. I feel like that you know the difficult times. The fact that I knew I could come back on breaks, I could go to Camp Echo through my through right. the YMCA <laughs> in Fremont, Michigan, and be a counselor and be with my friends. Like, it was it really helped in those times where it was like, oh my god, I'm in LA. Who am I? What am I doing? And right. then I would remember, right. oh, I I'm used to eating this kind of pizza. So right. yeah.
1: those are really impressionable years. I mean, you're talking 14, 15, right. 16. I mean, those are. Those are imp- really impressionable years, especially to be out in LA. I mean, you've all heard we've all yeah. heard the stories, you know. So it's like... oh yeah, yeah and it's, it's
6: also as a young woman, particularly, is different. I think than being a young man. It's sure. it's equal in the same way, but it's also, you know, this idea of there's so many people have such strange associations with so many things that the show was, right. you know, families, a, a strong mother. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people come up to me and just say. I hate her or I hate the show and I think you actually crossed the room just to say that that's so interesting to me mm-hmm. because oh yeah it, obviously you feel something about it right and I think that's the kind of show it was Absolutely. or you know when I was in Times Square and there was like a there was like a, you know, eight foot black man that stopped me in the middle of Times Square. And I said, yes, sir. You know, right. and he said, I got to tell you something. And I was like, Uh-oh. you know I, d- I don't know how much money you want. But, <laughs> right. And he basically said, you know, you were the character I identified with. Oh, yeah. Because absolutely. that's the relationship like of all the characters he said y- your relationship with your dad on the show was like my relationship with my dad and I thought oh, wow. this is wow, a real universal cool. thing I
5: think that's what made Roseanne such a big success though was the cast that they put together had a little bit of everything oh, yeah. and so it might have been the the, uh, the domineering mother it may have been the the blue collar I spend most of my time in the garage tinkering father yeah. who screamed when he talked <laughs> right. it could have been you know the sister uh, uh, you know Darlene's oh, character yeah, who's was a little darker it could have been back Becky, you know, there was uh, the financial hardships. Oh yeah, there, there was something there for everybody, and you guys managed to pull it off.
6: Well, and I think it was really therapeutic. Like, uh, there's so many families or representatives of families that have come up to me and said that it was something that they did together was sit down and watch the show. And they would, what a great they would be to able hear. to laugh at things that maybe were uncomfortable to talk about in their family. It, it was like a catalyst and a catharsis so that they could actually realize like we're not perfect. Right. We have problems, but like we can laugh about it and 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 this is a reflection of us. We're imperfect, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's it was very rare for that at the time to see that on TV. I it think was. We're still used to seeing, you know, you think of actors being looking perfect, right. acting perfect. Mm-hmm being heroes and not saying, you know, the common man can be a hero, too. Right, right, right. Well,
5: and you guys, you know, you must think to yourself sometimes that you were perfectly placed in history. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, that, you know, it came at a time when, like you were saying, things that were a little bit more controversial were starting to be dealt with in a different way and could be portrayed on TV. And, you know, like, so it was just such a a changing time.
6: Well, and someone like her, I mean, someone who's that, you know outspoken and just i mean you know the real mega force behind our show was her she's comically has some kind of genius i don't like to use that word but i really think in her case that it's true that not everyone has that kind of timing they don't have the ability Mm -hmm. to translate like real things into really hilarious things and she was really a stickler about the level of comedy right. on the show throughout. So, Did it make you better at, at what you did? Absolutely. I mean, being around John Goodman oh, and Laurie geez. Metcalf, like how could it not have? I mean, yeah. everyone, our guest stars, Shelly Winters and Estelle Parsons, like oh, it was yeah. like, like when the plane would land and the guest stars would come from New York, and that's where Carsey Warner pulled a lot of their actors from the theater, it was like Christmas every Monday. I couldn't <laughs> wait to see because they were these great actors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that were off in New York <laughs> doing theater. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> this shit, that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Styling, violin, living it up in the city. Got Chucks on with Saint Laurent, got to kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. Got a police and a
7: fireman, I'm too hot. Make a dragon want a retirement. man, I'm too hot. Say my name, you know who I am, I'm too hot.
1: And my band about that one break it down. Girls say hallelujah. Girls say Whenever we do shows here, I think uh I think I just am bound to fuck it up. Thank God I don't do it when we have guests. But uh, so the new thing uh, this time around is our phones. Phones. The we phone got lines, phones. we have The phone lines. The phone lines. Eight one five five seven zero nine seven six three X Pod. X Pod. Yeah. We, <laughs> we we'll have to get that uh, niner pod. Yeah. Let's we'll yeah. get that down. And uh, it looks like we've got our fo- first phone call. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Who's this? Bill and Dave's Clam Shack. We them, You yeah, fuck 'em.
8: Jack, last
1: name for with a K. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. We're already getting prank calls. Jack Where's our security guy? I think Where's just... our security guy? <laughs>
3: Didn't we have a guy for
1: this? <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. It's terrible. What's up, Skeeter? terrible.
3: Not
8: much. Watching uh, the
1: hockey game. Watching the hockey game. We have a score. Two to two.
8: Three minutes left in the third.
1: Three minutes left in the turd. Three minutes left in the yeah. turd. Yeah, that's good. Well, thanks for calling in, Skeeter. We don't want to take up too <laughs> much of Skeeters. your time, but uh, it looks like the Hawks are going to take it.
8: I believe so. I believe it. the first topic of uh,
3: today's podcast? Well, <laughs> you mean round two? Because we've we've already taped pretty much an entire show.
1: Yeah, well, we did 30 <laughs> minutes, and I lost it because I didn't have my fucking uh, – Power cord in. <laughs> hey, YouTube. How's it going? Oh, are we on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. yeah. YouTube. Cool. We're on. What's up, YouTube? So, Skeeter, you're, you're broadcasting all over the world. There's people right now in Egypt watching. Yes. There's um, people in Africa. Can we can we hook up Skype? We got to get Skype on this. Only if we do. Uh, we, we should do our uh, Skype show with our shirts off. Just two <laughs> oh, guys. Just two guys just hanging <laughs> out. Bro Jesus. it down. Just two guys broing down, Brown down some bros, yeah. What do you think about that, Skeeter? You think that would work? Just two guys broing down. Yeah, you might. You,
8: yeah, you might want to rethink the whole thing. Shirts and
1: skins, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Skeeter, uh, thank you so much for being the first caller. <laughs> you you, yeah, you popped no, our cherry. <laughs> I like the jacket. The jacket can off. That's jacket can off. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, I'm going to hang up on Skeeter. Skeeter, thank you very much, sir. Thanks, Take it easy. All right. No problem. Enjoy All your right. night off. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> uh, Skeeter, oh is our first caller. Oh, my God. Call.
3: That was great.
1: 815-570-9763. Well, it works. Give us a call. It does That's work. Funny. It,
3: You're listening to the best of Bill and Dave's excellent podcast. You're on the air.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah, this is Dr. Dick Hertz. <laughs> doctor, this is it. Must be your doctor. Richard. It's Richard. Richard Hertz. <laughs> it must be your doctor. <laughs> oh, this this is a phone. <laughs> we
3: we got to start thinking up some some classy answerings.
1: The phones. The phone call um, was a great idea. Having the phones. Oh, yeah. great Skater, idea. Skater. What was well, your?
8: I just, uh, I just wanted to leave you with a couple words of wisdom. <laughs> okay. From uh, Doctor Dick Hertz.
1: Oh yeah, that's, of course, Doctor Richard Hertz, M.D. A
8: man. A man who walks through doors sideways is going to Bangkok.
3: <laughs> I think that's Confucius.
1: It's, it's no, I think that's uh, something that Dr. Dick Hurt said. Literally. Hey, what
3: was, what was your uh what was your hot dog thing that you, you t- dropped on me earlier? Uh, oh that's uh, just sounds dog, bad
8: more we'll porkum.
1: <laughs> Wait, what was that I talked over? Sorry about that, doctor.
8: It's Bill's hot dogs, he wanted more we'll pork them. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's all there. It's all there. It's
1: black. I didn't know your doctor had uh, had the had the hotline number. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's too funny. Doctor Dick hurts. Dick hurts. That's a hard. That's a hard business to be in if you're a doctor to have that name. Not a lot of guys. Yeah, it is.
3: It
1: is. Well, unless you're a gynecologist. (laughs) If you're a gynecologist, it fits. I guess. Dick hurts. The the name fits.
8: How about uh, Dick's light bulbs? You want them? We'll screw
1: them. (laughs) Oh God. That sounds like a t-shirt. That sounds like something I would read on a t-shirt.
3: Remember? We're going we're to have to research this more. We're going to have to research it. We're going to have to write some material.
1: <laughs> oh, Dude, this is good. I hope we get a million calls like this. this is, I could listen we, to Well, you know we're
3: going to get a million calls now because once Skeeter starts drinking, he's going to start leaving us voicemails <laughs> because, by the way, folks who's listening, you can leave us voicemails, and, yes, we will play them on the
1: air. Oh, they're getting played regardless. So, Skeeter, uh, you got this number. I mean, doctor. Doctor. Um,
8: you' never gave that number yeah anytime <laughs>
1: yeah. anytime you anytime you get anytime you you call it and leave a oh, message shit. we're playing it on the air yes
7: so.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's about the size of it right there yeah, yeah
1: that's about it <laughs> so uh so what do you think of the new uh the new football coach the new bears coach skeet any any thoughts on that uh,
8: yeah i think it's gonna be good yeah?
1: Fox. get the old timer in there
8: it's gonna be good.
1: You think uh, Cuddy's gonna stay or is he out the door? The Cuddy Sark. <laughs>
8: uh, he's probably gonna stay for another year. See what see what Fox could do with him. Maybe
1: I don't know. Sure, sure. And uh, prediction for the Super Bowl. You got one? Oh, Patriots, no doubt. Patriots. Yeah. See, everybody
3: said that about Green Bay too. No doubt. And who, then
1: who said that about Green Bay? I know a couple people. Nobody said that.
3: I know people that put money on that game.
1: Nobody put money on that game. People put money on that game. Nobody put money on that game. uh, Well, I want the pick because I hate Seattle. Oh, Seattle sucks. A lot of people hate Seattle. You know, I hate (laughs) Jim Carroll. He's just a chode. Yeah. He's just a douche. Chode. Chode,
3: that's not the space between the ass and the ball. That's taint. That's a taint. Chodes when it's wider than it is long, right?
1: Oh, is it? Yeah, it's when
3: a dick is wider than it is long. I didn't know
1: there was a term. I didn't. I just heard the term.
3: Oh yeah, no, that's what a chode is. (laughs) Google it. Producer, is Ashley still watching?
1: Can you Google chode and give me a screenshot?
3: You want? You want to see a chode? (laughs) I gotta stop drinking. Oh my
1: god. (laughs) We're on camera. Uh, Are you watching on YouTube, Doctor? Should check it out. No, not at all. Terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you're, not much. yeah yes, you're not missing much.
3: Our beautiful faces to like, go along with our beautiful I think, voices.
8: Uh, one of the goals in Florida for Bill is to get him to fall through something, maybe a table.
3: Well, not you mean um, maybe. maybe a- not goal, out but out I a mean, a it's like a self-fulfilling
1: prophecy. <laughs> here's you, here's Matt. There's you, there's... <laughs> 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 Living in a van,
7: jump <laughs> by the river. Oh,
1: my God.
7: Government government
1: If uh, If you get that, make sure. I have a feeling that uh, uh, this Florida trip, there's going to be a lot of calls to the Bill and Dave hotline. Uh, I <laughs> don't yeah. mm. well, so. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> All right, Tom. I would even take a uh, a bill falling off the pier. Oh yeah, something, yeah, something of that nature. Yeah, right. right? I, I, Maybe I,
3: driving I, a scooter into a tree. I,
1: I think we can arrange something. It's hot down there, man. It's hot. It's hot. Oh it, yeah. Is Skeeter, uh, you're gonna go down there and uh, you're gonna get catch some rays.
8: <laughs> oh yeah, as well as wild chickens.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're like the third person to
3: say that there are a shit ton of wild chickens and, in Key West. The roosters, I think.
1: Roosters and homeless Dick folk. Hurt. Yeah, that's Key West.
8: Yeah. And Dick Hurts is gonna choke the shit out of some chickens.
1: Doctor Dick Hurts is gonna choke some chickens. You heard it here uh, first, folks. Man arrested in Key West, <laughs> choking,
3: for choking chicken.
1: chickens. Oh my God. Uh, oh God. <laughs> All right, Skeeter. Thanks for the call, dude. <laughs> all right, good.
7: No,
3: right, right,
0: Bill and Dave's excellent podcast.
1: Uh, should we call Dr. K?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, don't give his number out on the air, but maybe here we No,
3: talk. I uh I tell you what, I'm I'm going to give you give you one of them.
1: Oh, okay. You can do that. All
3: right.
1: <laughs> 812 Also,
3: I have a picture of Vigo the Carpathian uh, with v- Dr. K's face yeah, superimposed. I was going
1: to ask you about that. Vigo the Carpathian. All right. We're going to call Dr. K. It's, it's actually a prank. That is pretty good. But <laughs> you have his face over it? Oh, yeah. That's Dr. That's K. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Jago. Maybe that number did go. I don't know. I didn't see it ring. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice. Yeah. <laughs> He's messing with us now. I know he is. <laughs> uh, so, at any rate, uh, yeah, but these are the um, the best picture uh, nominees. So, American Sniper, Birdman, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. And I've not seen um, any of them other than American Sniper. And the only one that I really have any interest in actually seeing is is um Birdman,
3: yeah? You know, I really wanted to see that too. I like Michael Keaton, I, you know, he won me over with Batman and just fell off the grid almost immediately after.
1: Best actor, Steve Carell. Is this the thing I just hit? Yeah, get the green button. All right, man, you got Steve Carell, Bradley Cooper, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbun. I always call him Benny yeah. Cumberbun, I know. Michael Keaton, and Eddie Redmayne. Who the hell's that? I don't know. Redmayne. Yo. <laughs> <Dr>. <laughs> there K, he is. There he is. So, Doctor
3: K, you are on the air, and we're we're going through the Oscars right now. You can swear, even though you are on. I
8: am actually changing clothes right now as we speak. Oh, That's beautiful. disgusting.
3: You are actually not the first time we talked about getting naked I a, together. I have a
1: very <laughs> very important question for you, Doctor K. Sure. Does Eddie Redmayne stand a chance at Best Actor in a Leading Role at the Oscars?
8: uh probably slim to none
1: yeah who do you yeah, think who, who should who should get it
8: who should get it yeah uh right now i think
3: bradley cooper
1: Bradley cooper who will get it yeah that's the question uh, keaton. yeah michael keaton right just because he's old
8: what about he's steve old carell
3: old.
1: what was he in is that a thing
3: he was really good but he's, he's
8: that's out yeah it's, out. it's been out for like two months
1: yeah yeah, that's, I got some behind times. So. I heard that's pretty good, but I, I, yeah. I, we were just talking about. I just saw American Sniper. I haven't seen any of these other movies, but man, that was a great movie.
8: Really good. Oh, wow, so amazing! I mean, at the end of the film, literally the entire theater was as quiet as it can be. And, and
3: it's,
1: it's very fun. stoic.
3: Yeah. Well, except one douche was clapping. Like there was a single oh. person that started clapping and then immediately stopped. <laughs> he, until, was, until he was hoping to start talking. Well, yeah, and then our buddy Luke just started like, "Hey!" Like in the middle of a dead theater, a couple hundred people just start talking. Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I
1: do you know who's hosting the Oscars by chance? I think it's uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, NPH.
3: Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, that that yeah, sounds so right. Sounds yeah. pretty good.
1: Do you have a favorite category, Doctor K? When you do, you are you an Oscar fan, or do you just oh, enjoy watching the films that are nominated?
8: time. I mean, um, I do. So many Facebook posts are Oscars, and
1: that yeah you know what we should uh, we should give him the
3: password to the uh, Twitter and oh, have yeah. him live tweet for you us
1: take over the Twitter for uh, the Oscars I will be honored we got uh, you know what? that would actually be perfect yeah because be
3: Dave fun. you're all about getting the Twitter going oh, yeah. and this kid like I told him I'm gonna unfriend him for Oscar <laughs> season and then add him <laughs> back after because <laughs> he lights up my Facebook. Did you, uh, have
1: you seen Birdman yet?
8: I did. Yet? I really, uh, like it. it was very unusual, but, um, it was so awesome. It was like, all, it was me in the way where like, the entire movie was all like one long take.
1: Really? Really?
8: Yeah. So it was really, really awesome to look at.
3: Huh. You want to go see that again? I want to see that. Let's go see it.
8: Uh, definitely. I think it should be still out in, in a few theaters.
3: Maybe so. Saturday morning. What are you doing?
8: <laughs> Friday morning?
1: Saturday, Dick. Oh, Saturday morning. I can't hear you. Uh, nothing. All right. Well, we'll, I, we'll now, talk. Are you really going to go see Selma or are you just going to say you saw no, Selma? He already saw it. You already saw it? <laughs> he <laughs> I lived it. I
8: see that one. We
1: had we Ferguson. See he lived AMR, it. Selma,
8: Theory of Everything, and Imitation Game. Both of
1: them have not seen it. Oh, okay. Cool. So you're saving Selma for last. Is there a reason? Uh, well. <laughs> what what the hell is Imitation Game?
8: That's the. Uh, the true story of the, um, some gay British, uh, computer whiz that invented the, basically invented computer
3: science. Um, That's is it reality. Benny Cumberbund? Yes. Yeah, that was He's a spy been, thing.
1: Yeah. That looks okay. I'd maybe
3: what, see that. Yeah, it looks, it looks pretty
1: good. What do you think it. of the field here? Is it, is it pretty weak compared to other years or do you think it's a pretty um, strong category this
3: year? No, yeah, it it's pretty shitty. Time. I think it's pretty predictable at this point. So who do you predict? You didn't give us the best uh, picture yet.
8: Picture? Yeah, going to be Boyhood, which I thought was, to tell you the truth, very very boring.
1: Really, what what was that yeah. one about? No, this is seven, that's seven years year like yeah, a,
8: it's the boy. The entire movie within a twelve year period Ugh. using the exact same actors. Terrible.
1: It, and that was Ethan Hawke in that. Yeah, Ethan
8: Hawke was in it. He played a um like a uh, divorced Dick. father. Yeah. Who was he came in
3: and out of the it, 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 So did he actually show up yeah. for like the past twelve years and do this?
8: Yeah, so they basically what they did is they... Really? He was there for 12 years? Year. Yeah, 12 years. They did one week per year.
3: That's insane.
1: Yeah, I heard I heard yeah. him talking about that. It was actually kind of... I th- I thought the idea was pretty cool. The
8: idea is awesome, actually, but...
3: Well, I mean, that's it. it's not that great, because I did the exact same thing. I just didn't film it. <laughs> like, you know, I lived and then got older and shit. <laughs> but nobody
1: watched it. Nobody watched. Nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. No. I always it's like. My one of my favorite categories every year in the Oscars is actor in a supporting role because I think that that that. that um,
3: well there's a boy. I, I,
1: I almost like the supporting role uh, better than the than the main mm, character. Uh, a lot I do not
8: go that far. Well, I, I agree because the last few years I think the uh, the best uh, performances I've seen came from the supporting actor category. Yeah. So you think about like Christoph Waltz and right. Engel and A Glorious Bastards. I'm, he's I, Ledger in The Dark Knight.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm really rooting for uh, J.K. Simmons this year.
8: He is by far the best performance of the entire year. And yeah. he's gonna win by a mile. Yeah, Doctor
3: K kind of has a hard on for J.K. Simmons. Oh, and, J.K. You know, Simmons, I, is... I, a, I do no, too. No, I'm no, not gonna no, lie. He's
8: his first name has my initials, which is awesome. But
3: right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's just a badass. And
3: yeah, no, yeah. the guy. The guy is amazing. He is like legit. I will. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. he's truly
3: legit. He can do it all
1: absolutely so are you uh, are you making the trip to florida as well
3: i am we're actually am. splitting a room <laughs> oh
1: are you are you excellent
3: i know. got help us we had, hey, we, uh, we yeah. just actually we had skeeter on he was the first caller
1: yeah
3: um Aww. so the plan is uh while i have the car you me and wifey we might all go down and uh buy some beer and some booze for the the hotel room
1: fyi <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good wait, stuff. We, We're having a we're, we're playing a little a game. We were money. playing with we were playing with Skeeter. Um, oh, yeah. Under over, how much do you think Bill's going <laughs> to spend in Florida? I, I'm thinking. I've a,
3: got a lot of money saved for this. I've been saving for a year.
1: I'm thinking a twelve fifty. Twelve fifty.
3: Skeeter said six.
1: Well, wait. Are we including hotel?
3: No, all no, right. just, so just uh, like all right. So, like the Super Bowl. So, flight no, hotel no, just spending right. money uh, that down there. So, I've already got a oh, hundred on Lord. the Super Bowl. Hmm. I uh, guess you're betting a
8: lot of money on the Super Bowl, Bill.
3: You're not a gambling. No, 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 type. no. no <laughs> I'm not betting on it. I'm buying drink. I did the drink package thing, guy. The yeah, VIP. The I've got a hundred dollars towards the VIP package. So it's a hundred dollars I've already spent. That's what we're saying all right all right so how much am i well, spending
8: i'm gonna worry about over under how many hours we' will take before bill is uh in grave danger of dying or
3: something. well i mean that i'm gonna I'm stop you right there we're gonna wipe that out on a flight down
1: oh yeah
8: <laughs>
1: i'd say 48 hours yeah i think that's a pretty good
3: i think that's generous i think
1: that's a pretty good number as
3: someone that's lived my life i think that's generous I know because I've seen me do it.
1: <laughs> and then I heard there's a mystery of a cabinet door incident. From oh, <sighs> well, hey. Well, hey.
3: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of accusations getting thrown around. Before we come over, unden- <laughs> that Sanks, Miss Wifey's like, oh, hey, let's wax the floors. So they wax the floors and it turned into a whole thing.
1: Well, I mean, it was wet because when you walk in, people have their shoes on and, and it did get a little wet, but. I don't know if we can blame the incident solely on a wet floor, can we? Well, you can't blame well, it solely I, I, I on me
3: either.
8: The, the gallon jug of wine that uh, Bill drank.
3: <laughs> Listen, everybody is entitled yeah, to one gallon. On like a little baby. <laughs> hey, so Otter thinks he can fix that. So we're going to bring him by one weekend and uh fix that shit up.
1: Oh, is it still st- every time the wife he really? walks yeah, by I, that?
3: I, I'm being the orange. I don't know, man. Otter, Literally. you've you've seen what that kid can do, and he did the exact same thing with a cabinet. Talk to uh, talk to Katie Gaga. Katy Gaga.
7: So,
8: so can we <laughs> walk? Through, can we walk? So right now, through? I'm looking at the uh, lovely
1: lack of cabinet
3: door. That, that <laughs> door. You know, and send us a picture for the podcast. <laughs> take a picture of it, not take, the one with me. Just take a picture of the cabinet door and send.
1: Can we podcast. walk through what happened? We got to explain to the audience. <laughs> Exactly. Not idea.
3: I, I, You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to have a different version of this story. So <laughs> go ahead and then I will rebut. I'm going to
8: say right now, whatever Bill says is bullshit.
3: <laughs> not, you know what? We're making a TV show. We're calling it The Prosecutor, and this you is know? happening. So go ahead. <laughs> tell, tell your side tell of your the alleged story. events of that evening.
8: <laughs> oh, I'll let uh, you.
3: <laughs> your mom already does that. Do it. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> you need some water for that. <laughs> Run to the sink and stand in front of your cabinetless door. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Doorless cabinet. You got going on my face. Oh.
1: I heard. I heard, he, oh, I heard. He. I heard. He got angry that there was no more wine and kicked the cabinet door <laughs> off the cabinet. That's what I heard.
8: <laughs> I just saw it. I saw Bill. Uh, loses balance and tried to pull himself up with the cabinet door but um,
3: no I fell on the cabinet door no Steve went to give me a titty twister and I slipped on the floor and the cabinet door caught on my pants I know because I ripped my pants too on the handle and that door just went with me as I went down I didn't try to get back up and rip a cabinet in half <laughs>
1: It sounds like Dick. I left at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
8: uh, my neighbor, I told him the other day, this weekend, he was mentioning how he heard me, you know, all the noises and probably had a uh, hell of a time.
1: Oh, <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, that guy looks like he wants in on everything, but he also looks oh, like yeah, he, he wants to, on he, to catch he, a predator. He
8: had a buddy there at night. He wanted uh, both of them to come over and check it out.
1: Oh, so it's it wasn't pretty. like. He wasn't being smarmy and just being like, "Hey, no more parties, sir." And he's like,
8: he was smiling and saying, "Hey, i don't like, that, there's a good time. We were want to see next time we gonna join up."
3: Yeah, all fucking twenty-five of us what was
8: crammed the, in
1: your basement. What was the first signal when we threw the keg out the upstairs window, onto the
3: front lawn? <laughs> and
8: all the, uh, the dancing
1: girls and hookers.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta get girls on trampolines. I think that would be something.
1: A good idea. yeah well right, dr we'll k see. so it's uh on the, on the so we're thinking uh the oscars uh you're gonna we're you're gonna take over the uh the bill and dave twitter
3: i think that's an amazing idea this kid so, needs an outlet idea, especially during Oscar night. oh yeah, yeah this kid wants time. an outlet and i know he's going to tell all his friends about it because he wants everybody to know <laughs> what he's doing <laughs> but everybody on facebook doesn't care and this will be the perfect marriage of two separate worlds, I think.
1: We've got we've got a decent following. We had 2200 followers, almost twenty three hundred. Oh cool. no, but
3: there's there's the literally people that want to stab him on Facebook after he starts Jeez. posting. Like all okay, night. This
8: is spam me on Twitter.
3: <laughs> well, no, oh, it's welcome on Twitter.
1: <laughs> well, Howard Twitter. Stern favored us. That got us uh got us a few more followers. Doctor K loves Howard Stern. Yeah.
3: I do. I yeah, do Howard Stern one retweeted one. our right. tweet.
8: It was uh. Dave's yeah, tweet. I that guy. I'm, I'm I'm so upset. He's only, he's only uh
1: broadcasting like three days a week. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. That's not her, is I it?
3: Oh, I thought, no, no. oh my god! I got so excited. I thought that was her. We're
1: trying to. Uh, I'm gonna. We're, t- we're we're trying to get Sophia Bush on
3: the show. Start so following her Twitter. Start tweeting on her Twitter. I'm gonna. Uh, awesome. Maybe I'll she Twitter. Is, her. I just saw we on, online. She is. Uh, I would Twitter Sophia Bush in a heartbeat, and I don't even use Twitter. <laughs> Oh uh, we got to be so do so do us guys. Oh hang on. Hang on. Dave's Dave's being ballsy here. Dave is posting the phone number on Sophia Bush's Twitter. <laughs>
1: I'm at mentioning her with the phone number. Let's see if we you can know what? call
3: him that's that's a class act right there. Start dropping this phone number in yeah. a weird, strange you know what? Ooh. We should start no, like bar bathrooms for a good time call. Right. <laughs>
5: oh, geez. For a
3: good time call and drop the phone number. Like, does, let's get dirty with it.
1: Does anybody really call those, though? When, like, you see that? I
3: don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Mention this bathroom wall for a discount. Done.
1: Hey, Dr. K, I have one I have one thing that this is kind of, I'm interested on in both your takes real quick. I don't want to keep you. I know uh, probably have to work in the morning, have like surgery to perform um yeah. <laughs> but he's a drug doctor yeah. not a not a body oh, drug doctor yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, street legal so i was talking with uh with uh, with ashley the other day um we were driving in, and uh we, we we drove past a hitchhiker and it was like okay. three in the morning he seemed like a nice guy i would never pick up a at hitchhiker, three in the morning sure yeah,
3: yeah when not? only nice guys well it right, was in edison park
1: and it, well, he didn't put he seemed clean
3: yeah okay yeah, but right.
1: that wasn't the point the point was is there a circumstance where you would pick up a hitchhiker ever? No. Yeah, never. I don't think so.
8: Yeah, I can't you know. do it. I, I I don't trust people. That's just
3: Yeah. A rule. What if it was but a woman? A woman? I, 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 what if it was like a petite woman, like not like not like uh Charlie's Throne in Monster Woman, but like like monster, Halle Berry and Monster's movie, Ball yeah, woman. Monster.
1: <laughs> Did you say Halle Berry and Monster's Ball? Yeah. Where she was getting banged by Billy Bob? Yeah. Not
3: Charlie Theron and Monster, but Halle Berry and Monster's Ball. Would you pick her up? Oh. <laughs>
8: that's, a, that's tough. I mean, you, you got both sides got you know, my brain saying no. Can't
3: anybody. My <laughs> mind's telling me no, but my <laughs> body, my body is telling me yes. That's tough. I don't
5: know. Yeah,
1: I don't.
8: I don't think I. I, I, I only have only had to lean still towards no, yeah, because I still don't want to get my throat
1: slipped. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you, especially being a married man. I can't, even if it was you know. Halle Berry, like I couldn't.
3: I, I think I, I'd probably roll the dice. I don't know.
1: Well, you know, you're a single man. You can go out there and just you let know, it all hang out. About you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I've, Thanks, got, guys. I've got a family.
1: <laughs> 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 my life's more meaningful than yours. <laughs> right? no, no,
8: no.
3: no, I think- I just have my my money and my alcohol abuse problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so
1: I think the I think you're spending twelve fifty in uh Doctor
3: K, what'd you say? Right, we gotta start writing, writing this down. That man bill. No, Doctor K, what'd you say towards me uh my spending habit in Florida?
8: Oh, spending it, like the
1: over under. Yeah, what do you think I'm going to spend? I think we. I think we the over under. He said 800. So do you think it's going to spend more? Well, than 800? I, You know,
3: I'm I'm disqualified because or, I I will I will actually aim for 800. Well, yeah, but you you said. and I will no I will barter to not spend to say, over.
1: You
8: got you're gonna be there since Tuesday. They so got three four days before the wedding. The wedding itself, and then Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna go.
1: 1400. Oh, ooh. Ooh. We're going to high.
8: Even though ooh. I don't think it's going to be even near that much.
1: I, I, I don't think he's going to be honest with an answer when we come back to the next show after. after you know what? I'm going to keep every receipt. Okay. There you go. I get. There you, go. there you go. There
3: you go. I'm going to keep every receipt I get. I'm not going to do the math on it. I'm just going to walk in one day, throw receipts on the table. You bastards can figure it out.
1: You better write down the tips that you put on there, too. Yeah. Yes, All right. Well, if that's I right.
3: if I can remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dr. K, I don't want to keep you all night, but thank Doctor, you for thank uh, you, sir. joining the show, man. we got to get more yeah, up. Way, way up. to be on, Good and
3: uh, thank you for taking over
1: the Oscar yeah. podcast. We'll get you the password
3: and all that fun stuff. I think oh, that's a great move. I think you're going to have time of your life with that. <laughs> I think we just made your night, actually. Uh,
1: I think you made my Oscar night that much better. It'll be fun. It'll be
3: awesome. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he be, was going to do this one way or the other. We're just kind of exploiting him. He's got to hit those
8: hashtags, that's all hashtag I wait, fun
1: you know right the now. beautiful. you know what i tweeted during uh the from from our twitter what? this is funny and this is i can't take credit for it because uh ash gave me this one she fed me this line i right away on twitter i put on there um about golden globes oh I, i'm sure i could find it here you know
3: what i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking hashtag sophia bush for everything because oh, I want to do an over-under on how many tweets this kid's oh, gonna gosh. have. He's gonna I be think... all he's gonna have like three thousand tweets that night. You don't understand Dr. K like I understand him.
1: Yeah, I don't know about all that, but uh
3: <laughs> Doctor hashtag at Sophia Bush until we get her. Let's blow up her wall. Oh man, I don't want to get a
1: <laughs> oh here we go. Cease and <laughs> so they gave the lifetime achievement award to George Clooney, right? And so at right. the time I tweeted uh, surprise us one year and give the Lifetime Achievement Award to someone who only does shitty movies. Am I right, Chris Kattan? And I totally have <laughs> Rob Schneider is Rob Schneider in <laughs>
3: Rob Schneider's The Animal. <laughs>
1: Hashtag Golden Globes.
3: <laughs> now, you, you know what, Dave? I'm going to give you props because you've dropped some real good Facebook one-liners. <laughs> your, your most recent <laughs> one was Jay Cutler. Oh, <laughs> fact: Jay Cutler has never lost a Super Bowl.
1: I try to make him count. I don't post I don't, I don't <laughs> no, <no>. that much. <laughs> <up.
3: laughs> it's not quantity; it's quality.
1: So, all right, Doctor K, we'll look for you at Oscar Night, Doctor. And, uh, thank you. We'll, we'll promote time. the hell out of it too, and it'll, that'll be fun to watch. So, all right, boys all right. You a lot, Yep. Take it easy. Yeah, absolutely, bud. Thanks. You you're back. You're back from Me. Key West. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, my guy. I'm your guy. You're back from Key West. Sorry, doing two things at once. Yeah. Um, first of all, we'll get yeah. to that. You're yes. back from Key West. We Absolutely. have a contest going. Ridiculous. We yeah. Won. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Wait, what's the prize? And can uh, I
1: win the prize? <laughs> you You cannot win the prize, but no. there is a prize. I think we're going to okay. do a, a couple right. beer glasses, so we'll have to Ooh. see, Ooh, see who like won. That.
3: I like that. I'll, I'll play along.
1: Yeah. So... Um, we're here at EPI Edison Park Inn this is our favorite place to do the show epi yeah sixty seven fifteen North Olmstead in lovely Chicago Illinois um, it's lovely but is it as lovely as Key West that's the real question uh,
3: you know in Key West there's a lot of really old buildings it's actually I don't want to say scummy but there's parts that are a little scummy um, really
1: oh yeah like what exact parts would you say are scummy? That's what well,
3: right by the southernmost point. There's a <laughs> um, non-child-friendly habitat right next door. When you say
1: when you say non-child-friendly, well, just get into ladies it. of the evening. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> doing
3: nice. cat calls at the passerby's and and, uh,
1: and how much time did you spend there?
3: None, but we walked past it every single time we wanted to go anywhere because it's literally right next to the hotel. Yeah, um, and Duval Street's like place to be down there it's like yeah, uh probably the equivalent of the vegas strip like that's where everything happens right so right so there's like one main
1: that. strip with all the bars and yeah everything. yeah okay
3: yeah and then like, like the far end it's like times square like that's where everybody gathers and where all the main stuff happens yeah but, yeah but um yeah so i mean you know a lot of a lot of older buildings and stuff like that but for the most part once you're inside the bars are really nice um when you're on the ocean i mean it's just ridiculous right the resort was
1: really nice and you were there for a wedding, so yeah, did it, did it yeah. just get shit crazy at the wedding?
3: Um, not as bad as you would think, really? but, I mean, everybody was dancing, like, the entire time. Um, there's always more people dancing than there were sitting. Yeah, yeah. DJ said he's never seen anything like it because we were ridiculous. Really? Yeah, really?
1: Yeah, Do you think good. he says that at all the weddings? Um, probably not like
3: this. Yeah. We, yeah. Were, we were really the, ridiculous. I, if
1: you know this group of people, you know that this. It's always gonna be a good time. So yeah, like this we usually group next of, level it pretty well. Yeah, you guys are pretty tight and it's uh, i mean there's never a dull moment with Well and with, the brides friends the too. Yeah. I
3: don't know if you've ever met any of them, but they're they're a kooky little bunch themselves and they uh, they kinda blend in really well with us. Right. So we all just kinda react off of one another, which it's pretty pretty good. Sure, good deal. sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We had a little contest though. Uh, on our last show. Yes. We were taking bets on uh, how much how much you'd spend. Okay. Because, because okay. you're standing up at the wedding. And that's important yes. because you're going to dish out a little more coin when you're standing up.
3: Okay. Well, now, see, you're talking like we're considering stuff I spent on the wedding.
1: No, not on, not not like what you spent. I think the deal is when you got off the plane. Okay. You're off thirsty, so you're grabbing some
3: food. Thirsty. Food.
1: You, are, you already rented the car, probably. All right. Gotcha. So the car doesn't count.
3: Okay. So we're not counting the car. The hotel
1: doesn't count because that's hotel booked in advance. Count. Yes. So the only thing that we're counting... Is money that you spent while you were there. Okay. I'm talking meals. I'm talking drinks. Meals, I'm talking booze. souvenir shopping. Souvenirs. Uh, ladies of the night.
3: You know, there weren't any of those. We we actually talked as a group about going into a place one night. Okay. Um, didn't happen. A whole bunch of guys, people's, wives, drama stuff happened. Oh, yeah, instead. yeah. You don't do that, um, yeah. However, the night of the wedding, we actually did get dragged into a uh, drag bar, oddly enough. Oh, dra- oh,
1: you got dragged into a drag bar. Yes, okay, by,
3: by the bride. All right. In full dress.
1: You're selling this pretty hard. <laughs> I have a feeling that you waltzed in.
3: No, I got pictures. It's wild. Twirling
1: a cane. And,
3: oh, and Skeeter, Skeeter made a good comment. So these guys, like this one guy's like probably seven feet tall, and then he's on top of it wearing these huge, huge, like black leather boots, like... High heel. Right. Yeah.
1: It's a, dra- a drag bar, meaning a drag queen. Yes, yeah, drag queen. Okay, right. yes, yes, yes,
3: yes. So Skeeter looks at the guy, lady, whatever you want to call him, looks down, <laughs> looks at the guy and goes, nice boots. The guy goes, oh, yeah, they're orthopedic. They help my balls. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's great. And the kid lost it. <laughs> That's great. That is absolutely great. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do we do we have a total? Do we have a total? Wait, don't. Well, so, no.
3: yeah, I, take I got it got a over. Mull it over got for a second. I got second. A number. Um, um, I, I included the car So hang on Let me take the car out So I'd be Alright wait, wait Let's so, see Alright
1: Alright
3: So I got a pretty decent ballpark here
1: You got a good ballpark? Yeah Alright
3: Yeah we're in the age range here
1: Alright Let's see uh,
3: So overall With hotel With the car With everything It was right around 2000 2000? But Just Beer and drink and everything
1: 2000? No about 1150. 1150 now. About 1150. If we go back to the tape, and I didn't pull the tape, but yes. I will if I need to. Yes. I think I said 1200.
3: Ooh. But are, are we are we playing by uh, prices? No, right? no, we were playing closest. Oh. <laughs> no, no, because no. prices right rolls, brother. It's a, you're done. <laughs> you're done, son.
1: I know. No, no. I th- I think we clarified that too. I'll have to pull the tape. Okay,
3: because yeah, I mean it was actually closer, to, like 1170 probably,
1: but yeah. Um, I got Steve said 26892. Uh, I think Jason was saying 800. Uh, Dr. K. Yeah, Dr.
3: K. was out of the running to begin with. Yeah. I brought 1,000 in cash, and I <laughs> knew that was going to be gone.
1: <laughs> I knew it was going to
3: be gone the second okay. I hit the beach. So
1: how long are you there?
3: Uh, five days.
1: Five days. Five you days. have 1,000 in cash. Yes. How long before you're hitting the ATM?
3: Um, I didn't. I went right to the debit card. Uh. <laughs> so it was handy. It was, it was handy. Yeah. But I, I bought. Uh, I rented a scooter.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah, I rented a scooter for a day <laughs> and an electric awesome. car, and that's, that's awesome. that was
3: the extra hundred right there. Um, nice, and then some souvenirs, and it was about fifty.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah,
3: but oh yeah, I spent every penny. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. That's
0: all for now. Thank you for listening to the best of Bill and Dave's excellent podcast.
3: What's